1: What's up, everybody? You are watching slash listening to the Command Zone podcast. It's Commander 2019 time. I'm your host, Jimmy Wong. How's it?
2: It's Josh Lee Kwai. Yes, it is the final day of spoilers. After you've watched this episode and then clicked on the full deck list in the uh, description box, you will know all the
1: cards from Commander 2019. What a ride. What a ride. What a wild Rakdosian ride, because that's the deck we are talking about today. It is the Madness Rakdos deck, also known as Merciless Rage. Merciless. Show no mercy. Show no mercy at all. So now that
2: you've seen all the decks and the spoilers or are, are about to, you're going to want to order them. You can yep. pre-order them right now by going to Card Kingdom... Dot com slash command zone. Use that affiliate link when you order all your magic products, singles, anything at all and you're supporting the command
1: zone, game nights, extra turns, all of our content. You can probably find some Ultra Pro product there too and Ultra Pro always comes out with brand new stuff all themed around Commander 2019 each year. It's the one time you can you can guarantee getting a deck box, play mat and sleeves to all match the Commander. So if you want to do that, head on over to Card Kingdom or just support Ultra Pro and our show by shopping at your local game store. Yeah, GP Vegas
2: is coming up and uh, I want to see some people out there that have fully themed battlefields yeah we're gonna be be there as well so hope to see you there uh and the last way to support all of our content is on patreon if you go to patreon.com slash command zone you can contribute to us directly our patrons get to chat with us on discord every Mm -hmm. single day we're always hanging out in there so if you want to join the community patreon.com slash command zone in fact we call out one lucky patron every single episode this episode is dedicated to brandon Brandon Warman. warman brandon you rock warman (laughs) All right, let's get into it. It's the Merciless Rage Rakdos Madness deck. Again, as with the other episodes, we're not going to be talking about the cards that were already spoiled out there by the other content creators in the community. We're going to be revealing the remainder of the deck, uh, which is reprints,
1: and there are some cool ones. Yeah, definitely. So, let's get right into it. The lead singer of this deck is Anya Falconrath, One black red. Legendary Creature Vampire. With, that's a 1-3. With haste. Tap Anya. Discard a card. Draw a card. and whenever rummage. It, Yeah, rummage. And whenever you discard a card, if it has madness, untap Anya Falconrath. So... Don't forget that last part. Yeah. When I
2: was playing the deck, I forgot it a few times. And it's <laughs>
1: very... Sh- Anya's a lot better if you remember that part. Not just that, but it's any time you discard a card. So you can discard for any kind of effect. She's going to find an untapped trigger out of that. But you can also trigger it yourself by discarding a card and drawing a card with her main ability. And she has haste. That means she can do it on the turn that you play her. If you
2: are discarding a card with madness or a card that maybe you can get back or wants to be in the graveyard, Anya very quickly becomes tap-draw a card with haste. Yes, and sometimes tap-draw a card and have the option of doing it many, many times. So we're going to talk about the reprints and everything in this deck, but we just want to keep Anya in mind because that's who you're probably going to want to run as your commander out of the box. Um, all right, well now it's time for the <laughs> do, 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 do stats. All right, there are 17 brand new cards in this deck that makes 83 reprints, but 20 of them are basic lands. It is a two-color deck, so the basic land count count is a little higher. That means there are 63 reprints in the deck. Heck yeah. Let's run down our normal list here. So there are six ramp cards
1: little low okay black red kind of needs it more but sure
2: yeah seven card draw spells so that's good and anya herself i would count as pseudo card draw Mm -hmm. uh there are two board wipes so not very many board wipes there are 13 targeted removal spells. We've seen that the targeted removal is actually a little bit higher in these precons. cons
1: Yeah, than, more important.
2: Yeah, than we've seen in the past, which is makes for interesting gameplay, and all, I think also makes them a little bit more viable out there in the wild, because being able to answer threats is one of the marquees of good decks. Yeah, totally. So that's interesting. There are 23 madness cards in the deck, so... Anya
1: is in good company and will be untapping a lot. Yeah, there are 22 morphs in the Kadena deck, so they're keeping around that number for the main synergies. And we've found, I think in previous episodes, we
2: estimated between 20 and 25 was where you wanted to be if you had a theme. Like if you're a a blink deck, you want around 25 cards that want to be blinked. Or if you're a, a lands matter deck, then you want that many sort of that was a bad example, but... Well, maybe, like, lanes and graveyards matter. Yeah, if you're a creature, a tribal deck, you want around 20 to 25 of that tribe right. in your deck and that kind of thing. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, there are eight payoff cards that sort of reward you for discarding uh, things or want things in the graveyard, and then there are six other discard outlets besides Anya. So there are other ways to to sort of discard and get madness yeah. besides just the commander. Tons um, of ways of dis-
1: to discard in this deck. Uh,
2: disclaimer, we're not going to be able to go over, it's the same one, same disclaimer. We we can't talk about all the cards, we're just going to do the highlights here, and we will try and mention, if we do mention a card, where it was spoiled and who did it. Uh, We don't always know because we're recording these pretty far ahead of time, so we apologize if we don't attribute that correctly. We'll do our best.
1: Yep. All right, right. let's talk about the highlights. The highlights, Geth, Lord of the Vault, and big shout-out to Magic Mike's for previewing this one. Um, This is just one of those cards that has a really, really high ceiling, um, but costs a lot. Six mana, but it has the ability to just put any artifact or creature card from an opponent's graveyard onto the battlefield. You're paying X and a black, and the CMC is X. So... It comes on the battlefield tap, and then the player actually mills X card. I kind of forget about this part of the text all the time, but that's actually very relevant because Geth is going to keep on searching. Yeah, because you mill them, and now you have more options when you activate Geth the next time of stuff to bring back, right? Yeah, just don't do it to someone that wants to be milled. Yeah, that's true, unless it's yourself. Yes.
2: Uh, Geth was also getting pretty expensive, so this card, I believe, is somewhere around $10 or something, so that's a good wow. reprint. That's a great reprint. Yeah. The next card is a big one. It's Overseer of the Damned. Five- hey, 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 PG, PG. Overseer of the Durned. <laughs> <laughs> it's five black black for a five five demon with flying. When it enters the battlefield, you may destroy target creature. Okay. There's one of your targeted removal spells. One, eight, seven. Whenever a non token creature an opponent controls dies, create a two two black zombie creature token uh, tapped. So. It makes two twos, and it kills things. And this was also another card that is, you know, not super, super cheap.
1: Yeah, it's also a demon card, so a lot of decks want to cheat out demons in yep. this sort of way. Rakdos, uh, the showstopper, cares about demons. so That's one of the ones. Now, this is a card that everyone needs in mono red and red decks. It's Chaos Warp. Yep. Two and a red. I still don't know what's being warped here. It's like a human into a rhino, I think. Uh, two and a red for an instant. The owner of Target Permanent shuffles it into their library and then reveals the top card of their library. If it's a permanent card, they put it onto the battlefield. So... It's unconditional removal with a condition that your opponents get potentially a free card off the top of their library.
2: It's awesome, though. I run it even
1: in decks that aren't mono red. It's such good removal to be able to hit any permanent. And tucking it as well. It used to, you know, could do the commander originally, but now it can do their most problematic land or artifact or enchantment a number of things. Planeswalkers. Even. Think of
2: those decks that you said want to be milled. Well, you mm-hmm. don't want to kill their things generally because that's in their graveyard. This doesn't put it in graveyard, so very good. good, good. point. point. Uh, a cool land that's in the deck, very synergistic, is Gyre Reach Sanitarium. It's a legendary land. You tap it, it adds colorless, but you can pay two and tap it, and each player discards a card, then, uh, sorry, each player draws a card, then discards a card. So everybody loots However, if you've got Madness cards, this means that you're actually up a card while everybody else is
1: just card parity. Yeah. Not to, if someone's at zero cards in their hand, guy Reach Sanitarium is not what they want to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very sad card. All right. Next up, Big Game Hunter. More single target removal. One black black for a human rebel assassin. It's a 1-1. When Big Game Hunter enters the battlefield, destroy a target creature with power 4 or greater, it can't be regenerated. But more importantly... You can Madness this card out for just a black. So one black mana, destroy a creature with power four or greater. That's going to hit a lot of things on the battlefield. And it's a great rate. It's definitely one of those cards that you like to discard with Anya because it's also not taxing your mana. And if you don't know, Madness allows it to be
2: cast at instant speed. Mm -hmm. So you can actually have a one black mana instant destroy a creature, power four or greater and... It creates a creature that's out there that could be used again. And Anya still draws you the card. So, mana's card is just so good in this section. Super,
1: super good, yeah. Uh,
2: This next card, I think, is one of the best cards in the deck. It's weird to say. Yeah. But it's Squee Goblin Nabob. Two and a (laughs) red. You did it. (laughs) For a 1-1 Legendary Goblin. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may return Squee from your graveyard to your hand. So, think of the play pattern. You tap Anya. You discard Squee draw a card. Then on your upkeep, Squee comes back to your hand and now ready to be discarded to Anya again. Yep. Squee makes Anya
1: just redraw a card, pretty much. So Tap draw a card, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, great, I great just card want to do that. <laughs> I know. Poor Squee is just being like, Hey,
2: what's up? <laughs> hey, I'm back up.
1: <laughs> just keeps getting tossed each time. You're like, well, get out here, get out here. Why is you coming back? As soon as he gets in the back? door, they just push him yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next card is uh, single target removal as well as card draw. This is quickly becoming one of my favorite utility cards to put in black decks. It's Obnixilus Reignited. Three black, black, Planeswalker with five. Loyalty. He has a plus one and a minus three, so you can minus three him as soon as he comes in the battlefield. The plus one is you draw a card, you lose one life. Very Phyrexian Arena-esque. Very black in uh, theme- thematically. And then minus three is Destroy Target Creature. So, very useful card. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to talk about the Emily. Probably won't get there. The ultimate doesn't matter that much, yeah. yeah. I usually see... Obnixilus live for a while on the board especially if it comes out and kills something that people need to get rid of. A lot of times it's not that scary and you can make deals with it. Hey don't attack it I'll dis- what do you want me to destroy? Yeah I just need to draw one card to get him to this point or like I can destroy this and yep. it won't kill it. Because I'll it's- let you choose when I destroy something with it
2: otherwise I'll just use this card draw deal.
1: Yeah. I Also I like
2: that this year they have put a Planeswalker in every single one of the decks so that's actually pretty cool. Yeah.
1: It's a good planeswalker too
2: yeah uh, the next card very powerful it's called warstorm surge it's five in a red for an enchantment whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control it deals damage equal to its power to any target any target players creatures
1: planeswalkers Look at it go. All your creatures has ETB punch something when they come in. Yeah, equal to their... And if you're going to be madnessing them out as well, they're uh, going, to be, going to be very cheap. very instant speed. Yeah, you get a lot of utility out of the card like Warstorm Surge. Another great reprint, Flare of the Hatebound, five and a red for a creature with undying and it's a 4-2. Very similar to Warstorm Surge. Whenever Flare or another creature enters the battlefield from your graveyard, that creature deals damage equal to its power to any target. So the Flare of the Hatebound is also going to die and come back because <laughs> it wasn't dying. And then boom, another five damage or something. So. Pretty good card there. Yeah, and it's
2: red-black, so you would assume it's got a bunch of recursion. Yep. Especially in a deck where the commander is actually trying to make you discard cards, and we know there are other cards in the deck that are dealing with cards in the graveyard. So our last reprint we're going to talk about is actually one of those works good with Flare of the Hatebound. It's Mm. Beacon of Unrest. It's three black-black for a sorcery. Put target artifact or creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control, and then you shuffle Beacon of Unrest into its owner's library. So this it doesn't have to be your graveyard. It can be your opponent's, and this can get any creature or artifact they got, and it's yours now on the
1: battlefield. It, sorry, any creature or artifact they got in their graveyard. Yeah, right. That's so there's lots of different ways to use that card. Uh, Flare notably only triggers when your own creatures come out of the graveyard, but Beacon of Unrest gives you the flexibility to choose other people's.
2: Okay, so we did a little quick calculation as we have done with the rest of the decks and the total value of all the reprints only. This doesn't count the new cards in the set and this is at the time of recording before they've been revealed. So they're obviously, the It'll price be are a gonna, little higher, yeah. They're going to fluctuate because people are going to see that cards got reprinted and they will probably drop in price. But right now, the total value, total reprint value in this deck is
1: $76.35. That's gonna be more than MSRP, A lot more, and that's just the
2: reprints. That doesn't count, like, you still get all the new cards. There's 17
1: new cards. There's gonna be three commander cards that are all premium foils. There's gonna be a lot of other new cards in there. Some of them may be Teferi's protection level, who knows? If all those cards
2: average out to only like $1. fifty each, all the new cards, then you're over $100 in value in this thing easy.
1: Yeah, so uh, pretty good job there uh, by Wizards. Actually, we've seen this across all the decks. That yep. All the reprints definitely have a lot of value. And they, again, we're going to talk about how the deck plays. Not only do they have value you can play them and in the game they have value Yes, uh, this deck especially <laughs> there's tons of value you are tapping and using Anya on the turn you play her and you're constantly drawing cards and the, the nice thing is you're getting closer to other answers and a lot of cards you want to put in your graveyard already so it overall I thought the synergy of this deck was really really nice especially for a black red deck all of a sudden you're drawing more cards than everyone else at the table yeah it really does have a lot of value engines and I like that you're always churning through your deck
2: very fast so you, if you need an answer you can sort of look yeah. for it better than a lot of other decks um play sequencing is so important in this deck i've got a lot of interesting decisions because of the madness and you're like okay do i want to hold this madness card up or do i want to put something out or do i want to hold this activated ability with Mm -hmm. anya do i want to use it during my turn or my opponent's turn a lot of interesting strategic choices
1: uh it's a powerful deck with a ton of value yeah and it's hard to attack into it's hard to deal with in the same way that the morph deck's hard to deal with you don't really want to get anywhere near it because who knows what anya's packing what kind of heat she's got yeah if anya's untapped and you have mana open.
2: Well, you can madness out almost anything. So it is like the morph deck. That's a really good point. It it is tough for your opponents to deal with, uh, as far as like knowing what to expect. Knowing what to expect. You kind of yeah. when you're the opponent, you kind of have to be like. I don't know, Morph deck. I don't know, Rakdos deck. Yeah. I'm
1: just swinging in there. Yeah, Sp- yeah. Maybe I get blown out, but let's see what happens. It's tough when the Gira deck is also around the table because then you have an over-looming threat and you know exactly what's coming at you yeah. from that one. <laughs> is it better to know or not know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All, All right, right. <laughs> that's
2: going to wrap it up for our Commander 2019 deck reveals. Again, the links to this entire deck, to the full deck list, are in the show notes in the more info box below the video But we have lots more content surrounding the Commander 2019 release coming
1: soon. This is a big time of year for us. Yep, and it's always one of the busiest times because what we'll do is we're going to break down a lot of the decks and show what you can take out and put in, just small substitutions to take these decks from like a 5 to a 7, for instance, or even a 7 to an 8, and then you can bring them to your local game store or play with their playgroup and see how well they do. And we're going to be optimizing a lot of those and also talking about how we would, you know, do it for the most fun.
2: We'll also be brewing some decks around the other legendary creatures that maybe mm-hmm. aren't the you know, lead singers that are on the boxes. We're also going to be, of course, doing a gameplay video featuring all of these decks in an episode of Game Nights, and that's going to release on August 21st. So make sure you tune in. Hit that subscribe button
1: so you know the moment it gets posted. Yeah, and very exciting. We rarely announce the release dates of Game Nights, but here you know. Now you know it. So if you stuck around to the end of the episode... I hope it's worth it. (laughs) It was definitely worth it, because you can also find out that the editors of the show are Ashlyn Rose and Jake Boss, and a big thank you to Jeffrey Palmer, who does the living card animations that live behind us on set, as well as in the beginning and outro of our shows at youtube.com slash podcast. All right,
2: everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll see you very soon with some more Commander 2019 content. Bye.